Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go, Denver's best subscription that allows you to go to as many events as you can, including Avalanche games for only $39 per month. There's no additional costs or fees. You heard that right. You can get tickets to Avalanche home games with your In We Go subscription for only $39 a month. And it's not just Avs games. It's Rockies, Rapids, Nuggets, Buffs, Concerts, Beer Tastings, food fests, comedy shows, concerts, and anything else that you can imagine. If it's going on in Denver, there's a good chance that InWeGo can get you in. Here's where it gets good. We partnered with InWeGo to give BSN listeners a great deal. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use promo code BSN50 when you subscribe to get 50% off your first month. That's right, all events in Denver for under 20 bucks during your first month. Try it and fall in love with it just like we all did at BSN Denver. Go to InWeGo.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use promo code BSN50. Now, enjoy the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. For the Colorado Avalanche, that's Matt Duchesne. Right now, news is breaking that he has been involved in a trade that has been completed, and it looks like they have pulled him off the ice here after just playing a couple of minutes to start this hockey game. The best Avalanche coverage in Denver. Fans have the puck again in the New York zone. Shot, score! Yes, who? Yes, who? Taking you beyond the ice and inside the locker room. Gerard didn't have a stick. The handoff in the slot broken up with a skate by Gerard. He broke up that play. Then he stopped it there. Oh, wow. What a play by Gerard. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, A.J. Hafley and Adrian Dater. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks Welcome in to the BSN Avalanche podcast presented as always by In We Go. Download the In We Go app today. Use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month subscription. Download the In We Go app today. I'm your host, Jesse Montano. I am down here at the Ice House Tavern just after the BSN Avalanche watch party. Huge, huge turnout. We can't thank you guys enough. Uh, everyone that came out, we gave away some sweet tickets, we gave away some shirts, we gave away some books signed by my co-host here, gave Big away Red, Adrian Dater. Almost gave away my firstborn, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we gave away a ton of stuff tonight, man. What a, what a turnout. Grubauer gave away. Grubauer gave the most away tonight. <laughs> that was the illustrious Brandon Spano chiming in on his one hockey observation for the year. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah, Philip Grubauer. Uh, well, let's, let's. Yeah, we'll get we'll, to we'll, Philip. We'll, we'll, yeah. There he is. AJ Hayfley will be joining us here. He is uh, He's busy pumping out other content for you, for the masses, always working. So AJ Hayfley will be joining us soon, but AD, one oh, of the man. weirder games we've seen in a long time. The Avs wow. lose seven to six in overtime to the Vancouver Canucks. We'll get to Grubauer here in the in the second segment. Overall assessment of the of the team in front of him performance. Bad game last night in Calgary. Weird game against another bad team tonight where you give up seven goals. AD, 
Can you make heads or tails of this road trip at all? I mean, no. I mean, you know, I can't believe what we saw again tonight after last night. I mean, they were just, uh, the Avalanche were terrible. The Avalanche were just, uh, you know, they had another win tonight, and they, Philip Grubauer cost them the game tonight. I mean, he was just terrible. One of the worst goaltending performances whoa, I've whoa, ever whoa, seen. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Let's not get carried away. One of the worst I've ever seen. Seriously, tonight. That That's giveaway that. at the end of the game, when he can't handle a puck, he can't just let... I mean, he wasn't the one who threw that up the middle. Well, he couldn't... He shouldn't have handled the puck right there. It confused the defense. Sam Gerard, I believe, was the one trying to get the puck. He tries to make a play with it when the D has got the puck. Uh, and they cannot. It's off. It's, it's off. It's off. No one heard any of that. <laughs> it was Landeskog that had the puck, and Grubauer put it into his feet. So Right, so Grubauer both, made a top they, play. Well, I mean, yeah. they both botched that. Grubauer started it all with a brutal play. He couldn't stop a beach ball tonight. He was terrible. Uh, but the abs were terrible and at times in front of him too. I mean, they, you know, well, so, I, so I didn't watch the game as intently as AJ here squired away in the corner all night. But uh, I did see every single goal against uh, Grubauer tonight and they all looked bad to me, you know? Well, I mean, every single one of them. Again, again we'll, we'll, we'll get to Grubauer in the whole situation, but well, when, you, I mean, when you're in a position to give up seven, I mean, you, you can't put seven goals completely on the goaltender. No, I'm not giving them all on the goaltender, no, no, but he was but so, but so No, so what I'm asking is, up front, you have a team that put up six goals, but also had moments where they didn't look like they knew what they were doing in their own zone. They looked lost. They looked out of sorts. Really, really wide open hockey, which Vancouver's a team. That's a bad team in Vancouver, but there's there's Nine talented there's talented, there's talented pieces there. And when you let them get into that run-and-gun stuff, you have exactly what happens tonight. From, from what you were watching, I mean, what did, what did you see, AD, up, up front that the Avs weren't doing, that they were doing too much of? Penalty trouble, obviously. I mean, I didn't think they were that bad five-on-five. Five. I thought they, were, they had the puck a lot. Uh, you know, I think the analytics show they had the territory, uh, the puck, of course he was tonight. Uh, goaltender couldn't stop a beach ball I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really dissect it too hard where you know any kind of normal goaltending tonight they would have won the game um, they didn't well, get it they, I mean so you look at those last two the abs give that puck away up the middle you look at the one in overtime it goes off Gabriel Bork and into the net it I'm just saying I I, I don't disagree that Grubauer didn't oh, play wow. well oh. but I, I don't know if I'd go that far as to say that the only reason they lost is on him. I just don't. I, I wouldn't go uh, that far. I mean, I mean it's now, a now it's on a the flip side, team, I, you know, on up. the on the flip side, you put up six goals, you expect to win. Of course. I mean, they gave up what nine goals in the last two third periods? Four? Was it four yeah. tonight? Yeah, no. Or was it five? No, 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 score no, no, no. second period. Yeah, no, uh, it's I think four it's to four. Period. So they gave right, up one right. goal in the third, but still, so they gave up. I didn't. I thought <laughs> that's six goals in back-to-back -back third right. periods because it was five last night, one tonight. Uh, I mean, they weren't. Um, they, you know, they just every time they either had a lead or any kind of prosperity, 
they got, you know, sloppy again. And that goes offensively, too. <clears throat> we uh, we're just, uh, heck, you know, teams team is just out of sync right now. They're running around. They're not playing uh, so cohesive hockey. They're uh, they're making a good. They have a good minute here. They have a terrible minute there. Uh, so I think that's spot on. When they on get bad goaltending, it all makes it worse. You 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 watch that that first period, especially for me tonight, and, and all of the game against Calgary. They were making the right plays, but a second too late. Two seconds too late. The pass is behind someone. They're just, just something wasn't clicking. Now the top line, I thought bounced back really well in this game. I don't. I think McKinnon did. McKinnon did. I mean, I think Ranty. I thought Ranty was not very good. I think he had three points though. If I'm if I'm uh, following that correctly. I mean, the the, the the top line. You say what you want yeah, about right, their performance, yeah, but they fine. put up yeah, the points. No, they were they were fine. I mean, they were but, definitely good players tonight. But but outside of but it just everyone just looks a step slow. Is there? You've covered this game for a long time. You see people. Is it just ups just, and downs, or is there go, something that? I just go with the goaltending tonight. I, they had brutal goaltending tonight. That's why they lost the game. I thought they were fine five on five. I mean, right right there's. I mean that play right there was a broken play. We're looking at the uh, next the goal here. That took a bad bounce off the back wall. Brock Besser puts it in the top shot, but then it was still a bad goal. Like weak side shot, far post. You know, uh, he, he got he got beat clean a few times tonight, no oh, doubt. Yeah. All right, so what was it about Grubauer's game that what that you didn't like tonight? It was just that. Easy goals, overly aggressive. He was not jumpy. He was flinching all the time. He was, he was out of position. He's sliding all over the place. That last goal is exhibit A. He, uh, he looked nervous. He was jumpy. He, was, he had the yips all night long. I mean, the problem tonight was they didn't get him a two-goal lead. You know, they always got that one-goal lead, and they couldn't get the next one. They always, they've been taking it easy lately when they get a lead. Have you noticed that? They're getting... They didn't do that as much last year. Now they're starting to take it easy here, playing a period here, a period there. You really yet to play a real, I mean, a really good 60-minute game. It's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Start to finish, I agree. Uh, I mean, you know, the Buffalo game is a 60-minute game. Uh, you know, uh, the game, there's a home game I'm missing. I mean, even even the Ottawa game, they're good. they weren't good in the first period, but I... They're inconsistent right now. They're all over the place. Uh, they, they look just disjointed. They've got injuries. They've got guys playing with different guys. But the bottom line is so they've had a 4-1 lead and two third-period leads the last two nights, and their goaltender couldn't stop anything. There you go. That's why they, they lost. They do get a point tonight. On the, on the note of guys playing with different people, Alex Kerfoot and uh, Colin Wilson look like they're starting to gel a little bit. I thought they were a good. I thought they were a good pairing in this game. You, the, Kerf, the eye Kerf, roll would I lead like me Kerf, to believe. Kerfoot scored a brilliant goal tonight. Oh, beautiful! But Wilson, so, I don't remember Wilson getting a point. Did he? No, I, I just mean yeah. that they they seem to be generating a lot in the offensive zone. He's not necessarily scoring. Yeah. But I, I like mean, a lot of what. The, so let's let's walk back. Where was Kamenev tonight, though? By the way. Colin Wilson okay. had two assists per our our analytics guy off stage here behind the scenes. Uh, Cam and Evan oh. Greer did not see a lot of ice time. I haven't looked at the final box score, but I mean, do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Yeah. Greer had five, minutes. five minutes for Greer. 
I never. And Kamenev at 726. I, I don't get why Kamenev didn't play more. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I, again, I, I guess what I just don't get is what, what do you, why are you putting these guys in your lineup and why is Gabe Borg? Because, because they got three guys hurt. And, well, no, uh, no, but you're putting them yeah. in your lineup and not playing them is right. what I mean. I, I know. I don't know why Kamenev is not playing more. It's, I mean, it's hard to judge a guy on seven minutes, though. Yeah, well, they didn't. the Avs didn't have a single shot attempt on the seven minutes he was out there. Not a single one. All yeah, five he on looked five? slow. He did yeah. look slow. Is it really? He didn't play any PK or power play? Uh, seven twenty-five at five on five. So whatever wow. I do. Wow. He didn't. He didn't obviously play that much. He did. He looked slow. Yeah. No. Kamenev seven. He had. He did not play any special teams. Wow. Um. Didn't. They didn't have any shot attempt. He was just. He was bad tonight. I. Well, I never even saw him. So I don't even have an opinion yeah. on. Him I didn't have I an opinion of Greer either. Me I, either. I did not see Greer once. So. So. Again, what what good does it do to put Greer in the lineup and play him five minutes? I just don't get that. Yeah. So I I, I want to slow it all. I, I want to slow it down here. Let's walk it back to the beginning. Nathan McKinnon comes out the first ten seconds, has a breakaway chance. He stopped. Brock Besser goes the other way on a breakaway, scores a goal. Yep. Avs were chasing a lot the first half of this game. Were you expecting them to bounce back a little bit better than they did to start the game after last night? Uh, I picked Vancouver to win the game officially today uh, on a, another website. Uh, I'm really not that surprised that they lost the game because I don't think they're playing very good hockey right now. Uh, I think it, these injuries are playing havoc with their offensive. Uh, and, you know, they scored 11 goals. But I never felt like the Avs have been like a really good team in the last two games. I just feel like they're all over the place. And when you have no goaltending, everything's shaky. Everything is a worry. Everything is a risk. Uh, Philip Grubauer, definitely not doing, uh, definitely not uh, I mean, making he, you think he's the goalie of the future. Not the way he's playing. I mean, I mean, he, he had that one great game in Carolina. Otherwise, it's been kind of average or bad. I mean, he's had – I don't know what his – he, he, he was an above 920 goalie going into tonight. Not after tonight. No, I know. But, but yeah. I mean, you look at Barley. So, so it's an interesting question because, you know, the Abs came into this this road trip sporting the best goaltending tandem in the league, 950 team save percentage. Semyon Varlamov goes out last night, lays an egg. Philip Grubauer does the same today. Again, I mean, I, I guess, is there any kind of pattern to this, or is it just bad play at bad timing? I mean, the team is not playing great in front of me. I don't think this team's playing very good hockey at all right now. So it's all over the place, you know. Uh, you know, where was the, you know, I don't, I didn't understand why Bednar didn't maybe play, you know, EJ a little more toward the end, uh, you know. It seems like he was just trying to play a run-and-gun game all night. Uh, I don't know. Bednar, I don't know if his systems have been different lately or what's going on because of the new players, but uh, they don't look like the same Jared Bednar coach team uh, that I'm used to in the last year and a half. Do they, you, uh, before we go to a break, I want when we come back, I want to talk about Tyson Berry a little bit. Do you think that this the scheduling is messing with the abs at all right now? They got off to a really hot start. They had to sit for – they had to play back-to-back, -back, sit for four days – and play another back-to-back. -back. Do you think the scheduling is messing with timing, momentum, 
So uh, I'm just going to say that uh, since the NHL started going to these four-day breaks like this, uh, NHL teams' records in those first games back from a four-day break is really, really low. So the answer to that question, I would say, is yes. yes. Certainly the game last night. Uh, tonight, I think it was just a case of a goaltender sabotaging pretty solid play overall. I mean, Grubauer was awful tonight, and I think he was by far the worst to have on the ice. You're not going to win very many games when your goaltender is that bad. But I mean, How many shots did Vancouver get overall? Uh, I'd have to hold on yeah. one sec. I mean, they had a pretty good advantage the first two periods. I know that. Uh, 37 to 29 was shots. 7 to nothing in overtime was really the big yeah. difference Once again maker. in overtime, the Avs suck. Yeah, terrible know. overtime team. I don't Always. know what it is. Although they were better tonight. Isn't it funny yeah, how a couple years lose. ago when they were terrible, they were great in overtime? Yeah, right. It was like you got to overtime and you're like, oh, the Avs oh, got this. Woo, yeah. Now it's the exact opposite. There's a good team, a lot of talent, speed, skill. They get to overtime and it all goes away. Just Let's take a quick awful. break. When we come back, I want to dive into a couple of specifics on players. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We will be right back. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado Sports Network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti-inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe, a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out Elixinol.com. Welcome back in here on the BSN Avalanche podcast presented as always by In We Go. Download the In We Go app today. Use the promo code BSN50. You're going to get half off your first month subscription. In We Go is the only subscription service that gets you into almost any event in Denver. Download the In We Go app today. Jesse Montano, AJ Hafley, and Adrian Dater down here at the Ice House Tavern. Guys, we just had an absolutely amazing watch party. The the turnout was was beyond anything we could have expected. Packed house. Pa absolutely packed. Every time the Avs scored, which was a lot tonight, the place went place absolutely erupted. nuts. 
We uh, loud. I mean, we had we had easily well over 100 people here tonight. Yeah, Absolutely we really awesome. want to thank the BSN uh, posse for showing up tonight. Yeah, Just representing here at Ice House Tavern, fabulous bar, fabulous bar and grill. Uh, I want to thank thank our host Mark, who uh, who is an outstanding. Uh, entrepreneur that I've got to know a little bit better tonight. I want to uh, give a special shout out to our Mark Bearsins, the lead dog of the uh, Little Pub Company. Yeah. Thank you, Mark, for Look. everything tonight. He uh, he's a stallion. Uh, the Avalanche. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. I just knocked over a mic. Little Pub Company is Piffler's, Varsity Inn, Ice House, and a bunch of others all throughout Denver. And they're all absolutely amazing. He owns 23 bars and grills. 23. Yeah. So. So there you go. And and, and every single one that we've been to uh, has been has been great. Absolutely great. Yep. This one's right in the heart of downtown. Uh, stone's throw from Coors Field. Yep. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Um, uh, yep. So, so we so, uh, we didn't get a win. Uh, <laughs> no. So this great turnout I, and and. I the Avs lose seven to six in overtime to Vancouver. To me, the real story is is one of the British Columbia boys on the Avs, Tyson Berry. Mm. AJ and I were talking, so it's funny. I, I told him, man, I, I picked a really bad summer to go all in on my love for Tyson Berry because he's gotten off to a horrible start. But something AJ and I talked about last year, Tyson Berry, he's the kind of guy, one of the reasons I find him so valuable. It doesn't really matter what he's doing, who he's playing with. He produces. I believe he's at 11 points now on the season, which, again, I, I'm about to talk about all of his shortcomings very, very quickly. But the one thing you can't take away from the kid, he's, play, he's played horrible out of the gate. Horrible out of the gate. He's got 11 points, so he is at least producing. I don't know what's been up with him, but he seems a little... So hasn't been his same sort of jovial self at times. I don't know what's going on. He, he uh, definitely hasn't, and he was sent a message tonight. 20 seconds of power play time Tyson Berry got. He was replaced on the first line in favor of Sam Girard. AD, yeah. thoughts? This is a guy who's a key a key on your team, a leader in the locker room, Yeah. supposed to be the quarterback on that first power play unit, and he's sitting on the bench. Tyson Berry, AD, what Avs is going on? only got on? two power plays, though, tonight, according to my ledger here. Only two power plays in a 7-6 game with a lot of hitting. I thought the yeah. Avs got screwed a few times, actually, with some non-calls. Uh, but, yeah, one for two on the PP. But, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I should read too much into that about maybe it was just a, you know, fluky matchup thing with Canucks that he saw. With, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I – Barry's got 11 points. Yeah, that says a lot about him when he's, you know, not been that great. He's still got 11 points. That's why he's a valuable player. Right. And, uh, but, I uh, mean, but, you from, know, he, from, tonight was From was what you're tender. looking at, I mean, what, one of the things that's always been reliable about Tyson Barry is, oh, well, when he's got the puck, he's great. He's, he's heads on a swivel. He moves it quick. He moves it with purpose. He uses his legs to move, you know, move the puck up the ice. We're not really getting any of that. I'm seeing him fall a lot, turning. He did up. it on his assist tonight, where he got the puck, he flew through the neutral zone, and then he dished it off, entering the yes. offensive zone, drove the net, and took it, opened up all the space that McKinnon used for his goal. Yep. That's classic Barry. Right. That's what we've seen him do over and over and over and over and over, and then <laughs> that was it. It was like, all right, right, ghost, right. So while well, I've got you here, because I know you are, you're putting out our other content, finishing it up right yep. now. 
Tyson Berry, what the hell is happening in the beginning of this season? He's just not playing well, man. And it's weird because we, we've we seen him paired with a lot of bad defensemen over the years, and now he's got a steady guy in Ian Cole. He's just getting outplayed by him. And it's like, dude, can you, can you both play well at the same time? Could we ever see Tyson Berry just for once on a pairing where both guys are playing well for multiple games in a row? It's been incredibly frustrating. So they put him back with Z for at least a, a chunk of time tonight. Yeah. Do you think that's is that a shakeup that maybe Bednar should try to run with, or is it? I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I think I, the defense has been fine overall. No, I completely agree. How about uh, we want to talk more defensive and who's not playing well right now? How about Eric Johnson tonight? It was brutal. See, brutal. I, I, I've been in that. I to me, Barry and Johnson, I think, is who I've been most disappointed with to start the season. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with EJ either. Not and, playing well. And I don't know if that's maybe just a product of we've never seen them with guys this good on the ice at the same time. I don't think he's adjusting as well to Gerard as he likes to think. I don't know if some of his powers, like responsibility internally, that he right. feels has been taken away by Gerard, and he. He doesn't feel as valuable or something. I don't know what's going on. There's a minus four tonight with no points in a 7-6 game. Um, he was terrible. He's terrible, and he's been kind of terrible lately. You know, he's yeah. he's got to be able to score a little too. Why can't Eric Johnson ever score goals? Well, so that I mean, I mean, that's one of my things. I feel like the offense on in Eric Johnson's <sighs> game. I don't. I'm not going to say it's dried up by any means, but compared to what it was when when we when the Avs. I think he's being outscored by Ian Cole right now. When the Abs first traded just, for mean, him, saying. yeah. When the Abs first traded for him, it was big body, skates really well, can contribute offensively, and it's just been less and less and less and less every year to the point now where I don't even think he's an option on the power play. I don't understand why not. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world offensively, and he's got a shot, and he just doesn't get it done anymore. He had 39 points as a blue one year. Um he had that one year, I think he got 10 goals, didn't he, uh, a couple I mean, years he's ago? he's not playing on the power play, so that's a really big opportunity that is, that's no longer part of his game. But, I mean, with his game right now, would you put him on the power play? No, no. and I'm just saying, right. like, when you're no, talking about his lack of offense, offense is as much about opportunity as anything else, So you need, especially for defensemen. So you need to keep that in mind when you're like, oh, EJ's not scoring like he used to. He's also not playing on the power play. He's, he's got... So... Yeah, he's got other opportunities to score. It's just, just it just seems like his offensive game has taken a step back. Not even necessarily from the point standpoint. I feel like you see him fly down the right side. I don't side. feel like he's involved in the play as much. I don't think I don't think that's, he, I don't yeah. think he drives it the way that he used to because I think he defers to Gerard. And I, I, I think, think that's just, hurting him. I I don't have a strong feeling either way about it. Uh, I do think that he needs to be more. He just needs to be himself and not maybe be quite as cute in terms of. Oh well, I've got I've got G next to me, so you know I'll just play at home. Like they don't need that. They need Eric Johnson to be Eric Johnson. They're not paying him six million dollars to be a Sammy Gerard babysitter. <laughs> They're paying him six million dollars to be Colorado's best defenseman. He's acting like he's you know so, he's got his you know he's he's acting like a guy who's you know his jealous little brother or something. His big brother's getting all the attention or something. I don't know what's going on there, and I, and I sense that a little bit with Barry too in a way. So AJ, you just you just made an interesting comment. You said I I feel like he's trying to be someone that he's not. He's trying to too much adjust his role. 
Is that maybe what we're seeing out of out of Johnson and Barry here to start the year? Hey, now I've got you know I've got Sam Gerrard, I've got Ian Cole, legitimate guys. I need to now adjust as an Tyson Barry. I need to be more offensive, or Johnson. I need to stay home more. Are guys trying to adjust their games too much to fit who they're playing with instead of just doing what made them successful last year in their careers? Um, whatever time period you want to put I think in. Probably more so for EJ. But even even when we say that though, I mean EJ is he's got 29 shots on goal this year, uh, same as Tyson Berry, right behind Carl Soderberg for fourth on the ABS. So it's not like those guys aren't putting pucks on net. It's not like they're not getting them through. Uh, they just they just haven't started going in yet. And the bottom line is, if Grubauer could have made a save tonight, Eric Johnson wouldn't have been a minus four, and we wouldn't be talking about him as much. But you know, I mean the the biggest the the, the only Grubauer goal. That, that really truly like frustrated me and and I gave him an F in the grades because how can you not but the only goal that, that really got to me was the fifth goal where he dropped his stick and he was more interested in this damn stick yeah. and he was trying to pick it up and move over at the same time left the whole net open Marcus yeah. Granlin's not good and he's like this is the easiest goal I'm ever going to score with a goaltender actually present <laughs> like, it was embarrassingly bad. He drops his stick, and he's dicking around with it. Yes, yes. And, like, what Philip Grubauer does well is what he's very calm. He's very collected. He's, he's got an, he's an economy of motion goaltender. It's all about efficiency in his movements. And he was, he was flinching all the time tonight. If you he, saw was, shots. he was so obsessed with that goddamn stick. That was, that was his entire focus. He wasn't even looking at the puck. He wasn't tracking it. He wasn't paying attention to it. He was just like, oh, I lost my stick. This is bad. I got to get that. Dude, the puck is on your blocker side. Get your ass in net. What are you doing? So it's so if it, it's a fifth, fifth goal of the game against, how much of that is, is him being in his own head and he's saying, I'm fighting everything. I've got to make sure I grab my stick. You know, you just he's in his own head already, and then that makes it worse. It, it honestly it just doesn't matter. You have a job to do. No, no, and he didn't do it, man. Just flat out. I mean, that tonight. I mean, that, that's that's embarrassing. He was just awful tonight. God. So this is that's the that's probably the second worst game I've ever seen him play. Him? Yeah. Who? And the worst was the one that he played in Pepsi Center last <laughs> year, where the Abs did, absolutely ran him. Did you know the or did you notice? In the Abs opening video, they have that elbow in goal that Landy scored on him. No. In the in the Abs like intro video this year, I'm like, no, it's, eh, it's funny though. Eh. <laughs> Honestly, that was one of the worst goaltending showings I've ever seen, and I've seen Peter Budai play a lot of hockey here, <laughs> so that's saying something. See, I mean, Andrew Raycroft. Jeez, Andrew Raycroft, my goodness. Sorry to bring up that ghastly <laughs> memory there. See, for me, I. There was a lot of those for Grubauer. I shouldn't say a lot, but there, there were a few of those. Like the Brock Besser one, that's a great goal. The Elias Pedersen one to tie it with 30 seconds left. Horrible, ugly, broken play. I'm yeah. not going to put that on Grubauer. Oh, come on. He. There's some really good shots that beat him tonight, and there's yeah. no denying that. Right, which is what I'm saying. I mean. You, hey, you, you can't get beat clean. I 100% agree with you. Uh, there, there were a couple of those I don't like. I'm right there with you where he overcommitted to the left, dropped his stick, wouldn't get back over. And then the overtime goal, 
Off the post, off the... It looked like he just quit on the play, too, though, didn't he? I know Gabriel Bork kicked it in himself. He... But didn't... Did you see Gruber Howard? He was just kind of, like, flailing around in the crease, kind of raising his arm already, like, uh, uh, I can't... I'm like, ah, screw it, I'm done. He looked to me the way... He looked like a guy who was going to get beat no matter what. He looked like Mike Smith did last night, honestly. Except, every, except every, Mike Smith could make a big save at the end of the game that actually got them the two well, points. He did. Oh, okay, AJ. What did he not do? He, Eric Johnson put a blast on him like from 15 feet away at the end of the game. That was a great save. Right. Okay. But Same thing with Philip Grubauer tonight. I'm more of talking about him. every puck that went on Mike Smith in the first and second period last night, he was fighting. That's fine. And he had a, he had a pretty good... I mean, no, 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 no. He did not play pretty good at any point in that game. Last few minutes he did. Oh, come on, AD. Yeah, he did. Come on. You know that's not true. I mean, he got tackled on the goal. It was scored against him in the final minute. That's fine. You know. I mean, I'm, if, so if you're going to give that pass, you can't put the overtime one on Grubauer. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> I'm just saying... Philip Grubauer reminded me a lot because every puck that went, uh, that went I don't on care net, about the OT he, goal. They're going to lose the game anyway. I, I still think. I saw, as soon as I saw him handle that puck behind the net, I knew that was in. I knew it. I was telling the Mark over there, like, uh-oh. He, he was hesitating with it. He, he was trying to make a play. It caused Landeskog to hitch, and things went screwy from there. Patrick Wall used to do that a lot, too. Good for one bad goal like that every few games. Um... Uh, he, uh, it cost him. It cost him because it was a giant, you know, it was a fire drill after that, you know. Well, see, and, and I looked a little bit at Landy there because that was one of those plays where it's, hey, it's lost in your feet. Your goalie's not set. Eat the puck. Let your goalie get set. Let your team figure out where they are. The fact that he just rimmed it around the wall or attempted to rim it around the wall, I would yeah. have liked to see a little yeah, bit more they, poise. They did, a lot, they did a lot of that tonight, too. A lot of rimming around the wall. A lot of poor poor passing. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll kind of put a bow on this one. Four more days off. And then the reigning President's Trophy champions and regular season yeah. Western Conference. So excited for the regular season <laughs> champs to come into the house. That ought to be a great time. Uh, we'll take a look forward to that as the Avs will be busting out their new slash old third jerseys for the first time this season. B BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We will be right back. You will find nothing but the best. We have chosen Green Mountain Dental and will continue to attend Green Mountain Dental because of the superior care that we receive from them. Their facility is amazing. And above all, it's the personal touch that we receive from the people there, including Dr. Ben Jr. and Anne and Mary and Sherry and Marie. They've known me was my husband, my children, and now my grandchildren, and are just incredible with all of us. That was Annette. She's been a patient at Green Mountain Dental Group since 1976 and truly loves their service. Never did I think in 1976 how blessed we would be to recognize the people at Green Mountain Dental and are so thankful that they have been a part of our lives. For all new patients, Green Mountain Dental Group offers free teeth whitening trays when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Just mention BSN Denver. All right, welcome back in. Third and final segment here on the BSN Avalanche podcast. 
Presented by In We Go. Download the In We Go app today. Get Use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month subscription. Download the In We Go app today. I'm your host, Jesse Montagna. I'm with AJ Hayfley. Adrian Dater has gone to mingle some more. We are joined by one of the guests tonight, Chris at the Ice House. Might want to flip the switch on your mic there. There we go. How about now? Now we're on. Now we're working. Right on. Okay. Chris, thank you so much for coming out tonight to join us, watch the game. You were here at the I, I First, I actually I think I owe you a, a public apology. No. Because I publicly made fun of you <laughs> during training camp, and uh, I was just called out face-to-face for it. My bad. <laughs> but I was wrong. You're, you're, you, were, you were right, and I was wrong. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. My girlfriend tells me right, that about her wrong all the time. about? Something about he, Sam Gerard being he, a little bit slow. Yeah, he said. Oh yeah. Yeah, because bad call. He, he, yeah, he told that, AD that, that Saturday before AD got there. He said, "Oh, Sam Gerard looks slow," and so AD came on. I was like, "Oh, I had people tell me Sam Gerard looks slow," so I roasted him, oh. and now it's now I'm that sitting guy. across the table from him. Yeah. Yeah, I was wrong. Sam Gerard <laughs> is not slow. Look. The one thing you gotta learn, man, always roast the out of towners. I know, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, to be honest, when you said you you said that I need glasses, my heart kind of sank. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my ass kicked on this podcast. Nah. But hey, so you were out here tonight. Again, thank you for coming out. What'd you think of the game? What'd you think of the event? People here? Killer event. Amazing event. Wanna- Bring it a little bit closer. Congratulations, yeah. guys, and what you're doing. Thank you so much. is doing, you are the best coverage, period. It's if, if, if you care about the abs, if you want hardcore avalanche coverage, this is where you should be. Well, thank you very much, Chris. And we appreciate that. the event, that. I think it was extremely well attended. Yeah. I wish the game went a little bit better. <laughs> but... Had a great time, and BSN has done a tremendous job. Well, thank you so much for, for saying all this. I didn't even ask him to say all that. Thank you so much. So it was, it was crowded here. There was a lot of mingling going on, but the game, what did you think from, from, from your perspective? Anything that you noticed in particular? Like I, said, I know there was, a, there was a lot of mingling, and there was a lot of people here, so yeah, a lot of fun Yeah, we're here having have. a good time, and yeah. I, I, normally I'm <laughs> focused in on the game <laughs> like a hockey nerd. <laughs> Uh, so I focused in on maybe the last 10 minutes of the game, if that. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't like what I saw behind the net there with Landy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see a lot of communication going on back there. How, how does your captain turn the puck over with a one-goal lead? Net's Ooh. empty. And uh, two minutes to play or three minutes to play, whatever it was. That's fucking crazy. Let's show him that. <laughs> what are we looking at? So... AJ showed me a tweet that says the Landeskog, McKinnon, Ranton, and Line has combined for 63 points this season. Yeah. The entire LA Kings roster has also combined for 63 (laughs) points this season. Which would include people like Kolbachuk and Kobatar. Right. That's insane. Maybe maybe I shouldn't whine so much. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, I mean, that that line's going tonight. Like you said, that was what I just said. You look at that last play right there, Grubauer behind the net. Lack of communication, I, 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 I said right before we went to break. You have a goalie who's not back in the net. Landis Gog, instead of trying to eat the puck, just kind of rims it around. Sounds like that's kind yeah, of like what you said. nobody's yelling hard. Nobody's right. saying hard, 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 hard. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's in front of the net, and good night. Yeah. It's, I, I feel like that, that can essentially be the story of the game, is that one player right there. Because you had to hold on for 30 seconds. You had 30 seconds you need to hold on yeah. for. 
Bad fall play down. Yeah. Landy. Yeah. <laughs> fall down. So a point tonight. Chris, I'll ask you this, and, and then you, you can stop pretending to be nice to us. We thank you again for stopping by and talking to us. Uh, so far on the season, I don't know how many games we are in now. I've lost count already. 14, 14 games in. What do you thought of the Avs so far? Well, I've been watching the Avs since they became the Avs, and it's been a long 10 years plus since <laughs> the Avs were an elite team. So it's been a fun season. We, gonna, we've had a rough road trip. Years. Was it 11? Oh, I said it's going to be 11 years. Yeah. Oh, whatever. What? I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I live yeah. with every day. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that it's been a fun start to the season. It we had a rough road been. trip. It wasn't a great event yeah, for Ruby. If, if they're gonna if they're gonna lose, they doing it in overtime is a much better strategy than regulation. The Ducks yeah. have stayed relevant for like five years longer than they should have <laughs> because of overtime losses. Oh, and by the way, look at that little plus minus thing that the Avs have. I usually judge teams by that goal differential. Goal differential. differential. It's the same as run differential in baseball. Yeah. Good teams have a good one. Bad teams have a bad right. one. And every year you get one or two major outliers like the Rockies were this year. <laughs> right. And, okay, so the Avs had a terrible road trip, and what was their goal differential? Minus two. Yeah. Yeah. I can live with that. That's not a bad point. No. I mean, they've been – it's not like these guys are getting blown out in games. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, they're just just—they're just not. I, you, they're not built to win like this. I said this on last night's pod, but they're not built to win these games. Well, in – but ago, they won't play many of these. Like these guys, these, these two goaltenders are too good to to have very many. Like these might be the only two games all year where we see ten combined goals. Yeah. And two years ago, they weren't just the worst team in hockey. They were one of the worst teams in hockey ever. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean like they were like forty-eight points. People are always like, oh, so who's going to be the next team to do it? Like it may not happen in our <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> so. Like it may, and you know how hard you have to work to be that bad. Arizona last year, I, I pretty far into the season, they were on pace for less than forty-eight, and they finished in like the sixties. I think yeah. forty-eight points. You have to try to be that bad. Even yeah. when the team did, and the Sabers did, leading up to the McDavid draft, they were like a fifty-five point team. <laughs> like, do you know how hard it is? Right. It's like the NHL is not the NBA. You know, the NBA <laughs> has had a sh- every couple of years. You see NBA teams like, oh, they 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 they're bad. The bad teams have like 11 wins, 12 wins. You know, the NHL doesn't roll that way. The Avs lost 60 games that year. That's right. And they and it was like, they were so bad. <laughs> and it's crazy to think about that. You fast forward, just the two years, because and you remember that team started out like nine nine and one. Right. And you fast forward two years, and we're like mad that they're what yeah. seven, four, and three because now. They haven't figured out their second line yet. Right. Well, we're, and we're like, just irate. Well, right? and, and like, like they have the they, best line in hockey. They fucking but, figured you know. it out tonight, and it didn't matter. Like <laughs> Kerfoot and Wilson were awesome. They were great tonight. And Dries was really good. What in the world? Where did that come from? Like that I didn't, was free. That's that, found money right there. Well, and that's like <laughs> yeah. that's like okay. That I doubt that this happens again. Like no offense to Sheldon Dries, I just. Consider me a non-believer at this point. I don't think it's going to happen I, I again. I tweeted out. I said, Dries is making me eat my words right now because right. I, I think he's not very good. He's had great goals in both the well, last two games. Like, dude is like, oh, why isn't A.J. Greer playing? Well, A.J. Greer needs to do a little some of that, man. Yeah, A.J. Greer <laughs> wish he had that like, finish. Like, but 
Like, <laughs> it was, it's, it's, you know, an, I think I agree with you in that it's been a really fun start to the season. It's, I mean, watching this top line every night, it's a, it's a special thing that you just, if anybody should appreciate it, it's fans of a team. Yes. That, that watched yes. them score. They scored like 160 goals in that 48-point year. Like, their offense was historically remember awful. Remember when Brandon Yip was on your first line? <laughs> yeah, well, and I remember when Brandon <laughs> Yip came out of the gates and he scored like 10 goals in 19 games or something. And Avs fans were like, oh, this is totally real. And he was shooting like 27%, of course. What's up, William Carlson? Yeah, right. <laughs> how, you, how you doing, Bay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, – I, I think it's – I totally agree. It's been a really fun start to the year. And I think it's going to be a fun year. But you're going to have some some trips like this. You're going to have nights like this. It's still right. an emotionally immature team. Right. The one year last year does not make them season bets. Well, right. Well, so here's – you and I talked about it a lot last year, AJ. I'm sure you heard us talk about it a lot, Chris. Is yes, the team's really good. They're really skilled, but they're, they're still working through all this. They're, this they're, is solid, right? Yeah, they're. Oh, I mean, I mean, there's there's so much skill and there's so much youth and there's so much potential and the ceiling is so high. But well, fans need to start. We we kept telling people slow your roll. Same thing for this year. I think they're gonna be better after the start. Yeah. I think they're gonna be better. But to AJ's point they just made, you're going to have games like this. You're going to have road trips. You're going to have home stands like this. Well, and, and it's okay. <laughs> especially when, like, again, the four days off I think is a big factor. And it really makes me nervous that they turn around immediately and have four more days off. Right. You know, before Nashville. And then they can start getting back into a rhythm. They're going to start playing games again. And I think we'll see them get a lot better as the month goes on. And the NHL's got to knock it off with this four-game shit. <laughs> I'm with you. For the four days, it's I'm going to knock stop, on man. wood, but I can't resist. I can't resist. So what Touch happens wood? if an injury hits and they don't make the playoffs? Because well, then they, they don't are make the completely playoffs. exposed. We're freaking out over secondary scoring in a bad two-game road trip on games, what, 11 and 12? 13-14. Mm-hmm. Or 13-14, okay. So 13-14. and 14. Um, <laughs> So, so... Any number, any one of those top three, Gabe, Nico, sure. Nate, one of those guys goes down for 20 games. What happens? Well, I mean, we're talking about secondary scoring being a problem. And look at the guys that they don't have. They don't have Comfort, Chost, or Andrew Ghetto right now. True. Those are all three guys that you were it's expect- a line. Like, <laughs> right, right, like, yeah. like, we're talking about Sheldon Drys being awesome tonight. Like, right, yeah. at what point was there an expectation that Sheldon Drys would matter? Right. Right. And I guess where I'm going with that is the truth is – do we need to win the cup this year? No. no. Do we need well, to get to the second round of the playoffs this year? That'd be it nice. Matter. It'd be, it'd be, nice, it'd be huge luxury. Right. You got five first round picks, and that's before you make a trade that's just begging to be made. And I'm not even going to name names, but there's at least two guys that are that have big value, yeah. that are begging to be traded. No, I, I think that's a. I think that's perfect again because it's. It's funny. So being in the, you know, being here tonight, the perspective again, again, cast, awesome, yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome turnout again here at the ice house. But just, I was walking around the whole game. I was just kind of walking through the bar, listening to what people are saying, and it, I think they made the playoffs, and now the expectations are, it seems like, amongst the fan base, Stanley Cup. And Chris, I think you make a great point. You don't need to win the Stanley Cup this year. Going to the second round would be great. I think you need to make the playoffs. I. I, I feel think, that I think way. you need to be awful. You need to be competitive. I, I think you. I, I like, think you need to be in the race. You know, provided, I, an eighty-five point season down. is an is an right. with, a core guy goes an down undeniable for 20 games this year. As always, I agree with AJ. <laughs> yeah. 
Data agrees with me as always, to, he says. To answer your question, the worst thing, if they were to miss the playoffs <laughs> and end up with another mid-teens pick. Well, then you miss the playoffs. It's not the end of the world. Ne next year is when that, that ex yeah. expectation really starts. You can't be missing right. next, no, next year. Next year, is it's, it's go time. There's no more dick. In, this is the last year you're allowed to have fun and as, as an Avs fan. Because next year, because next year, next year, you're in, you're, you're in the Peyton Manning as a Bronco time to win. Like, it's no more fun for you. Yeah, it's all expectations. When Kale McCarr gets here, Shane Bowers gets here, maybe Martin Cow gets here, maybe the Ottawa pick, maybe Colorado's own pick if something crazy happens. Right. We don't know. But That's you're talking right. about there's still a whole lot of talent that they don't have to, they don't have to pay anybody for any of it. And that's that. That's before you get into the uh, the possibility of them going out into free agency, which I 100% believe they are going to do. And right. regardless of what happens this year, I am convinced that they are going to spend big money on one guy this year, at least. Well, Miko. I mean, I mean that's not on the team. You're good. You're good. Well, I I would uh, say that. Thank you, sir. It's it's go back to the Avs picking but, fourth and getting Kale. Who sure. got the first two picks and where were they ranked? It was Dallas, New Jersey, right? Well, it was uh, New Jersey and Philly. 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 Philly was at it was at like twelve. It's two years yeah. in a row that a team at twelve jumped Just up to two. Just outside of the playoffs, right? Yeah. So yeah, so so Carolina did it last year too. So maybe yeah. the Avs need to finish twelve. <laughs> yeah. Perspective. The, the 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 moral of the story here is they lost two games on the road. Maybe like, two games they should have won. Look, 100% two games they should have won, mm -hmm. and 100% does not make those two games losing them any less frustrating. Right. right. Like, I don't want perspective cast to run over reality cast. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's incredibly There's frustrating. There's a bag skate going to happen. <laughs> like, those dudes, I expect, I expect they have tomorrow off, yeah. and then uh, Sunday morning, like, the... They, they're definitely going to earn their church time yeah. <laughs> because they're going to have to go through hell of a bag skate to get there. Red. Blue. Blue. With, with Blue. all that said, yeah. but, take a deep breath, Avs yeah. fans. This is supposed to be fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're still yeah you're still seven four and three. Yeah, you're good. Well, you're in and, November, you're and good. And look at that goal differential. You're well, still in the top three in the league. One right. one major point I'd like to make: How many teams would love to switch places with the Avs? Yeah. Like, there are some really good, you know, you got Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh and, you know, plenty of teams that have lots of talent that are going to be cup contenders right now that are like, eh, we're good. Right. No need. But there's probably 16 teams minimum in the NHL who are looking at the abs like, I would take the, <laughs> the, the, the NHL's arguably the top line. Yeah. I would take good goaltenders, even though they didn't get it the last two nights, but we've seen... More What's, often than not, you're well, going to get good goaltending. Through 14 games, what have we seen? We've seen 12, 12 games of great goaltending. 12, I mean, I would probably say 11 no. games, maybe 10 or 11 games of good to great goaltending and a couple bad games. Hey, that's going to happen. Right. You'll it, take you'll take that kind of a ratio it, all season it's long. It's unfortunate that they were back-to-back -back nights <laughs> that right. it happened, but... But, yeah, if you're a GM right now, you're saying, okay, so I got a top two or three line in the league. I got a top five or six goaltending tandem at worst and then in you the have league. A, you have a yeah. solid upper echelon I got a top half defensive in the group. Yeah, you're in the top half. You're you're at least in the playoff realm with D. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So my big problem is I need to create a second line because my third line is actually in the top third I mean, of the league well, as well. Well, well so here's, so, here's right. another, again, positive for tonight for me. Again, this, it, this is a tough game to spin. This is a tough trip to spin. 
AJ's point, don't nope. lose sight of reality. Right. But no, holy no, smokes. Not going to do any of that. Colin Wilson and Alex Kerfoot looked great tonight. I mean, they were great tonight. The secondary scoring. And so you, you, that's got to get more consistent. And you've yeah, got to get some of those injuries back. But Yeah, Kerf went to the net tonight, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. And he was shooting the puck. And yeah. I guess my point is, you get those two going, and you add in you know, some of those injured guys. Yeah. Right. Well, and you remember Comfort had, what, five points in five games start the year? Yeah. Like, that dude was off to the kind of start where you were like, I'm not worried about secondary. This dude, look at right. this guy. He got it. Right. <laughs> you know, and you know Ghetto, if he ever gets healthy, he can give you a 20-point season, like, right. minimum. Yes. If he can get healthy and he can stay healthy. I'm and starting get to worry about rhythm, that, but, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he can at this point. I'm I'm off the train. But, yeah. you know, it's up to him to, to, to prove me wrong. But it's, you know, a guy like Kerfoot, you know, a guy like Soderberg, those are both guys who are on pace for – productive seasons here you got to get back healthy you got to get back into a rhythm the four days on back to back four days blah, blah, blah. you got to get away i mean nothing the abs can do about that once you get back in your rhythm i I'm, I'm still feeling good these two games haven't discouraged me for the season at all chris thank you so much for hanging out Thanks, i think we should, i think we uh, fun. ready to get out of here for the night it's just about midnight so i think we're gonna head home thank you so much for coming out and jumping on and hanging out with us we uh yeah, it's it's always nice to get a new voice, new perspective, and, and people get tired of us. So, thanks for yeah, thanks, thanks for coming that was on. Fun. That was yeah, awesome. I think the fans want him to replace me. Yeah, so I kind of uh, doubt that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a, if, if you want to get a petition going to get AD kicked off, uh, we'll uh, we'll pass it around. <laughs> just 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 to to finish this, I was curious. Kerfoot's on a fifty-eight point pace right now. Yeah, He's, that's worth what five million. Uh, in this six. Six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> William Nylander's trying to turn it into eight. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple of 60-point seasons, and he's like, oh, that's $8 million, bro. <laughs> yeah. You better do it again, though, because you're now a clubhouse cancer. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you, everyone, again so much who came out. We, we can't thank you enough. It was such an awesome turnout. Uh, we really enjoyed ourselves tonight. I'm going to get out of here so I can go home and get this posted so you can listen to it and hear all about it. We'll be doing more of these as the season goes on. It's dark. For AJ Hafley and Adrian Dater, special guest Chris, I have been Jesse Montano. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast. Huge, huge, huge shout out to the Ice House Tavern here on Wine Coop downtown for hosting us tonight. We will definitely be back doing more of these. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs>